and welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. You can find us across social media at Pillow Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Nick, Jeremy, and Bill. tell you she's she's losing it little by little week by week yep and yep. um yeah it, I mean, we were hoping she was gonna go nuts and do a house of m thing and yeah she is dude now yeah. i don't think she's gonna do no more mutants but i think that no this hex is gonna create mutants oh i i think yeah i think i think that we've seen that with the you know with john rambo mm-hmm. uh, her her scans you know is yeah. that gonna be? Is that gonna be how they uh, how they avoid bringing the X Men into the MCU? She's just gonna say no more mutants. And no, no, no. I no think problem. well, because that's oh. what happened in House of M. Is that she she said She's... no more mutants and all but like a hundred of them disappeared. Right. I think no. the opposite's gonna happen here, where you know her with this hack. Well, she's and, definitely the bridge. You know, with her her doing this thing and now it's expanding. I think she's gonna end up. You're gonna find that people who were inside the hex become mutants, and she's just gonna make them mutants. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I've been, I, I'm still not entirely caught up with it, but I haven't, uh, I haven't really made an effort to avoid spoilers. I'm going to get caught up on it here, like over the next couple of days. But uh, all I keep hearing, and what I'm hoping actually is true, is this: all these references to like some astrophysicist or something that they're, they're there's all these theories that the big reveal is going to be John Krasinski is Reed Richards before the end of the season. Um, they keep talking about this friend and I know Reed Richards mm-hmm. is one of the guys that that they keep yeah. saying could show up at the end of it. Yeah, the astrophysicist. I mean, there's only a handful of astrophysicists in the MCU anyway. Um, I, I want to think that it's him, but I don't. Uh, I mean, it could be Neil deGrasse Tyson, I guess, but... I just don't think... <laughs> <laughs> I just don't well, think that so, so here's, I. But here's, here's the big question is, do you want... Because this is that's been all the rumors, right? Do you want John Krasinski to be Reed Richards? Yes, I yes do. I do. Yes, I do. It's unanimous. I want him to be Reed Richards. I want uh, I want what's his name, Chris Evans, to be the flat or to be uh, <laughs> the Human Torch. Torch. Yes, and I want Jessica Alba back as Invisible Woman. Michael Chiklis is the thing, and I want yep, and I want Chiklis as the thing. That's all I want. Sure. Yep. And then what is it? Julian, what's his name? Is Doctor Doom? McNamara. I actually didn't oh, hate that's the guy from Doom. No, I think just think him as Doctor Doom was bad, but him as Victor was fine. Yeah. I just want Nip Tuck to be streaming somewhere so I can watch it again. Nip 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 Tuck isn't streaming on Netflix. It's nowhere. It's because of the. I think they have music rights issues. Like uh, Northern Exposure. Northern Exposure doesn't stream anywhere either. Hmm. Because they played a song in every episode, and so they can't. They licensed it for air, but they did mm-hmm. not license it for streaming, and so they'd have to go back and relicense all the music. Okay, go do it. Well, I mean, you mean to tell me that if Netflix paid up to to get Northern Exposure and then went back and relicensed all the music, that Netflix wouldn't make a crap ton of money on it? 
It's a great show. Or hear me out. They just re-edit. They edit the songs out like WWE does when they don't want to pay rights. Yeah. You could do that too. Mm-hmm. 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 Just say. What are we talking about this podcast? We're talking about a podcast, right? This is a podcast? It's a podcast. It is a podcast. The uh, Which one? Like, is this the... No, this isn't the Crossing the Streams podcast. This is the uh, Bullet Talk podcast. <laughs> see, you see what he did uh, right there? Yeah, he just promoted his other podcast. Shamelessly promoting his mm-hmm. other podcast. The one that last week he admitted preparing for. You know uh, the the number of times when I record an intro for that podcast that I say Pillow Talk Podcast, I'm like, nope, that's the wrong one. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, every single time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. So yeah, this is a podcast about. Uh, it's the video, video game, game episode. This the is video game, this for, video game episode. Uh, as you could all probably tell from the amazing eight-bit music that you just heard leading us. The technical. You see what I just did to Bill? I just totally screwed Bill over and made him go find eight-bit video game music. I have some. I could. Yeah, I, I'll make something work. Don't don't worry, guys. I I got I got tools again. And oh oh, and I didn't mention gonna, this before. He's gonna pull out all of his his MIDI files and be putting something together. No, you think my we throw Nerdist music in here, and anybody knows. I, I do yeah. have that song, yeah, that that Nerdist theme. Yeah, people are like, is this Nerdist? Download the is wrong episode. A, oh, Chris Hardwick's using that again. <laughs> yeah, um, I used to have the software that allowed me to download certain things off the internet, um, and and potentially uh, it was it was a gray area on whether or not this was something you should do. And uh, Apple uh, upgraded their operating system and made the software non-functional. Well, um, as I mentioned, my computer crashed and I had to redo everything. Well, I've learned that the company that made this software had, in the, I don't know, last six months or whatever, released an update to their software, which now works again on OS X Catalina. Uh, So my software is back. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I can screen record and download stuff off YouTube again, or or not. Do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I like this. I like this a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I I know that that uh, you know. Unfortunately, I just haven't been able to to set aside enough time with all the the nonsense that's going on. It would have been nice to have had the first ever uh, Pillow Talk co-hosts head-to-head battle at PGA Tour 2K21. Has it really would have. It will happen sooner or later. Uh, I am going to say that, Nick, you, you better be careful because I just finished up my opening season. And uh-huh. the openings, my, my opening season involved me winning the FedEx Cup by winning all... I, I played the Tour Championship with all four rounds at a grand total of 62 under par. So... Oh. Interesting. I'm just going to enjoy some M&Ms while you two talk about golf. Well, we're talking about video game golf. But it's golf. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, video game golf. Yeah. Go ahead. Now, uh, here, here, let me let me bring it let me bring it back to something Bill might be at least a little oh. bit interested okay, in. Hold on. Today Nintendo had a big briefing. Yes, they did, <laughs> and I'm very pissed at this briefing. Really? Yes. They they announced uh, Super Mario Golf is uh, coming to the Nintendo Switch. See now he's gonna grab his M and M's again because you just said golf again. <laughs> oh, but it's Super Mario Golf. No, so I, I'm actually glad you brought that up because I am very angry at Nintendo because Why? if you're going to include in your announcement that you're going to do another remastered 
Zelda game for the Switch, mm-hmm. that's not the one that I wanted them to make. Like, don't I don't want Skyward Sword. You can give me Twilight Princess. Ideally, mm-hmm. you're going to give me Ocarina of Time. They'll never do that. <laughs> I know they won't. They won't because I want them to. Yes. But I got all excited. Somebody about you know, re-release Zelda game, and then oh, like that one. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> I was not happy. That, that was kind of. That was kind we of. We just got a switch. It, you did. <laughs> the kids got one for. Uh, kids got one from Santa for Christmas. We got. Um, we got the uh, the Mario All Stars game that has Mario sixty four yep. on it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have yep. Mario Kart eight. Um, one of the kids has Animal Crossing. Nice. Uh, Minecraft, which I'm sure we'll talk about at some point on this show. Of course. And then, um, that might be it. Interesting. Yeah, when, when my kids got their... Oh, for Super Christmas Smash Brothers, years but ago. we haven't played it much. Yeah, when my kids got their Switch a couple years ago, because they, they got it as like a compiled gift for yeah. both of them, and then my, my middle one actually went out and just arbitrarily decided he was going to save a bunch of the birthday money he'd saved up, and he went and bought himself a Switch Lite. I was like, that all is, right, good on oh. you. So, Jeremy, that it's is the legit. exact same thing that my son did, is Santa brought everybody a Switch to share for the family, and then yep. George was like, I've been saving my money, I want a Switch Lite, so I don't have to share. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what Henry Mark did, did. and... Um, but no, they, the launch, the the games that we got for them when they got their Switch was Mario Kart 8 and then um, Super Mario Odyssey, which is pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um. So let's see, I got I got the Nintendo Switch when I uh, when I got a vasectomy. Uh, for my SNP <laughs> present uh, for myself. Oh, is that a yeah, thing? Yeah. Uh, it is. It's how I sold my wife on getting it for me. I was like, look, I'm doing this for you. Uh, <laughs> for her. For me. Uh-huh. Yeah. You do something for me. Uh, we'll delve so into that uh, later. Yeah. Yeah. Whether yeah, it was really for eight. her or not. Breath of the, uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, I think now my kids have... Uh, my son was really into Mario Tennis for some reason. Hmm. So we got, got that. Uh, yeah, we got we've got that. Um, and uh, I mean, we've got so many stupid, uh, stupid things. Uh, Minecraft, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, this game, Hello Neighbor. I'm not sure if you uh, if you know about Hello Neighbor, but mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, essentially a game about uh, this guy whose neighbor kidnaps him, or his neighbor has a huge secret, and this kid's trying to figure it out. It's weird. Um, and, uh, so there was that, um, my kids also have uh, Lego Marvel superheroes too, which yes. they, they, they enjoy that one quite a bit. That was actually, that was an interesting conversation with my oldest. Cause it was the first game he ever beat. Oh, and there, there was sort of this, um, this interesting conversation that I had with him where he sort of like opened up a little bit and was talking about how he was kind of sad that he beat it. <laughs> That it was like kind of a, you know, that it, and it, it's a weird thing. You know, you think about it, you finish a book or, or, or something that you poured that much energy into. And then there's mm-hmm. sort of this void when you're done with it. And I thought it was interesting that at 10, he experienced that for the first time in the, the context of that game, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's really cool. 
What the hell is that? Blue's frozen banana uh, stand. Okay. You know, they, there is always money in the banana stand. Not anymore, Dad. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that that's... Um, it's always cool when your kids do that. Like, when when they experience, like, that emotion. My daughter oh, that's, a, that's a very real thing. I mean... Yeah. You know, you've got... It? It, it, you put a lot of time into those things. Yeah, I mean, it, it's an investment. Yeah. You put a great deal of energy and effort into that, and then all of a sudden, it's over. It's not just a two-hour movie, you know? Right. Yeah. My daughter did that during a movie. That was the first, that was the the time that I can remember she was watching, and it was just random. Uh, she was probably like, was she maybe four, four maybe five, and she was watching Tinkerbell and the Never Beast, <laughs> and she's sitting on her bed watching it. She just like I look over and she's just crying, and I'm like Lydia, what's the matter? And she's like, it's just so sad. because <laughs> that was the last was one. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's just so sad. And uh, yeah, that was yeah. yeah. It's kind of a bummer. It is kind of a bummer, but it's uh, nice. Like it's funny that the like these things have this moment of like uh-huh. connecting us with our kids and like you know teaches them about all sorts of emotions. And, you know, hey, don't throw the controller at the screen just because you're mad. Or, you know. <laughs> if you act up, I'm going to take it away from you for a week. Exactly. Look mm-hmm. at how I can hurt you. And it's, <laughs> it, it, it's cool. It's cool. I think the way that they engage them. This is this is turning into like a, a parenting video game podcast. Uh, parenting sure. video game episode. But um, but even even stuff that they can't play. Like the the example that I'll give, and, and I've been sort of gradually getting them into this, and it, it's I've been more and more successful with it. But one of the first things several years ago that started to get them into anything related to the fantasy genre <laughs> is when I would play Skyrim. And they would come down here, and Skyrim's a one-player game, and they would just come down and watch. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where it, it was just, it was so absurd, because I would go, I would have these big, long gaps in between when I could play, you know, sit down and play. Because that's not a game where you're going to sit, oh, I've got ten minutes, I'll play. It's like, no, <laughs> right. I need to be able to, to put a decent amount of time into it. And, and at one point, one of, I don't remember which one it was, but like one of my kids was sitting there saying, I was, I was getting ready to fight a battle against something, because the, the really scary music comes up. And he starts reminding me, he's like, You've got a, you know, don't forget, you've got a, you've got, you've got a, like, plus five enchanted frost sword in your armor. I was like, how do you remember that? Like, I don't even know what I have in my armory. But, and, and they would get into it like that, and then they would pull, because I have the, the gigantic tome that's the, the Prima's walkthrough guide that's like 1,200 pages for Skyrim. They'll just sit and read it. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's amazing to see that they get into the story, they get into the characters, and I think that was really a springboard for them wanting to get into stuff related to Dungeons and Dragons and reading some, you know, fantasy books and all, and Zelda and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just cool that they they will take some of those motifs and it goes beyond a game that they really get interested in the story that's happening, which I, I that was that was really valuable uh, for me when I was playing Skyrim to get them into it like that. Mm-hmm. And then the. There's my uh, did I freeze again? A little bit, I yeah. Frozen. A little then bit. There's, then there's my then there's my son who started uh, who who uh, played Red Dead Redemption two, and 
Uh, he what? I thought like, oh, he'll. Oh, I, I never told you this. No. Yeah, you, yeah, I think you did. You told this story once. No, then I was I asleep. Remember, this is the. This is the. You know, he's either he's he's gonna be a murderer when he grows up. Oh uh, yeah. Because he was playing Red Dead. Remember, he I was playing Red Dead Redemption Two, and he was like, "Can I play?" And I was like, "Oh, it's okay, yeah," because he's at a hunting spot, and I was like, "Oh, we'll probably just ride a horse and you know look around sure. and, and hunt." Uh, and then I gave him the controller, and he found someone and stabbed him. Uh, and then yeah, after the he stabbed, went and stabbed him, and then the prostitutes came in, as oh, you are right. wont to do in Red Dead Redemption uh, Two. No, there was uh, so so that was the first thing, and I was like, "Oh, that was probably a fluke." I was like, "Don't do that again, buddy." And he's like, "Okay." And then he was standing over the guy, and he's like, "Can we skin him, Dad?" And I was like, "No, we can't." Skin him. <laughs> I was like, "No, we can't skin him." And I was like, "Just ride around and uh, you know just you know hunt or whatever." So. Uh, he's riding around. I wasn't really paying attention. All of a sudden, I look over. He's in a bar drinking, getting into a bar fight with somebody. <laughs> and, I was like, and my wife's like, what is he playing? And I was like, oh, dang it. So Busted, son of a bitch. Yeah, so he couldn't play that anymore, and I had to hide the game. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got two games for my Xbox for Christmas. That was one of them. Um, okay. I, haven't, I haven't started it up yet because I, I just – I've been playing PGA Tour 2K21 for a while. Uh, it's just been a nice, relaxing game. But I, the other game that I got for Christmas that I actually just started last weekend was um, the first Call of Duty game I've gotten in a long time. I got Call of Duty Cold War. Oh, I've heard that's oh. pretty good. Oh, it, it's really good. And I got my Father of the Year award when my kids sat down and when I booted it up the first time. And yeah, even for them to be in the room, mm-mm, that's <laughs> not, not, not appropriate. Nope. <sighs> Nope. All of a sudden, but it's like the first vignette. They start dropping f bombs all over the place. <laughs> it's like, all right, guys, you know you're not supposed to, to be right. Yeah, but yeah. I think cool. the the kids came down at one point when I was playing uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, and they must have been I don't know what they were doing, but I generally don't play that game when they're around because it's not. So maybe they were gone at grandma and grandpa's or whatever, and they came over, and I was turning it off and I just remember one of them asking me why don't you just kill that guy Tad I'm like I didn't mean to it's been so long since I played this I forgot what the controls were and uh, no what are you doing I was like well I gotta go kill that guy because because he saw me kill the other one <laughs> right because I didn't want the bounty yeah exactly it's like I accidentally killed that guy but now I gotta go kill that guy and it was just kind of it was funny let this be a lesson to you, children. Right. Leave no witnesses. Yeah, there's always a witness. Yeah. You have to tie up loose ends. Snitches get stitches. Snitches get stitches. (laughs) And no matter what you do, the police will dump you right outside the police office after you pay a certain amount of money. (laughs) Right. That's Grand Theft Auto V. Yes. Yeah, the other uh, the other valuable video game lesson I've had recently, uh, I, I fell victim to 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 something at, when I was at Target, and I learned two valuable lessons. Mm-hmm. Number one, you shouldn't buy a video game just because it's on sale. No. Mm-hmm. And number two, I almost existentially suck at video game hockey. <laughs> <laughs> no, Target, tar- Target had NHL twenty one for like half off. No, I was, you I just, why not? I can't. Oh my god, I'm terrible at it. Absolutely no, no. terrible. You just need to play it more. Like take it to work and find a spot where they left a big screen TV <laughs> and well, play see, it on your lunches with another guy. 
See, this would be the interesting thing. If I could actually weasel my way into going to the office on a regular basis, there's literally no one there. Because the, the building that I'm in, all the people who are at the lab are the ones who are using the lab equipment, right? They're not in the office building where HR is based. So I could go in there and here's a, you know, bring in a little, go, go, to, go to Best Buy, buy a $100 TV and put it there and bring my Xbox and close the door and nobody's any the wiser. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I used to I used to have a boss who I would I would take my iPad and watch episodes of The Walking Dead in my office and he didn't care. That guy was cool. <laughs> as long as the work gets done. <laughs> All right, so so I, I I have a question um, other yep. than than chatting about current games. Mm-hmm. So what was uh, what was the the gateway system for you guys? What was your first video game system? Oh. For me, it was the Nintendo Entertainment System. Okay. I had a NES that I got for, I must have been 10 or 11, and I got it for my birthday one year, and played the ever-living shit out of Super Mario Brothers. Uh, mine is is the exact same. I, I, this is one of my fondest memories, and I, I'm trying to remember, hang on. Um, now, this wasn't, the NES wasn't the first system we had. We had a Coleco when I was a kid. Yes, I had um, a Coleco version as well. But, but that was really the one that 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 sucked me in with you know amazing right. graphics and great gameplay. And yeah, I I, I got an uh, uh, NES. Had to I had to have been like little, like I had to have been four or something along those lines. Wow. I, my dad my dad got it. I, I distinctly remember, I have this memory. My dad got it, and it was like a Thanksgiving or like an Easter or something, because I remember we were at my aunt's house, and he brought it home. Uh, or he brought it there, and I was like, what is this? Like, this is so cool. And uh, and it was one of the combo packs that had, like, the track and field pad mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. with it, you know? Um, and it had Duck Hunt, of course. Um, God, I hate Duck <laughs> just being so, I remember being so obsessed with that system, like just out of the gate. Like I was like, "This is so cool." Mm-hmm. It was different, and, and I, yeah, and you, and and I couldn't do anything. Like I knew, like I think I couldn't get past like the first or second level in Super in in Mario. Mm-hmm. I was just having so much fun over and over playing the levels. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that system, that system was great. Yeah, mine was uh, like I wish I could. I, I think for most people, it it, it falls in my generation. It falls under the NES, but mine, for a variety of different reasons, is is one that I'm pretty confident that not a lot of people share. My first video game system was the Sega Master System. Oh, like the not the Genesis, the original eight bit Sega. Wow. Yeah. And the only reason I think I had that, uh, when I was growing up, I used to spend summers with my grandparents, because uh, like my, you know, my parents would work, so I would, you know, my mom would take me to my grandparents' house, and that's where I would stay during the day while she was at work, and, you know, my my grandmother used to go get her hair cut at this lady's place, her hair fixed, right, mm-hmm. um, at this lady's place who did it out of her house, and she had a, a son who was, I don't know, eight, nine years older than I was at the time. And I was, I was fairly small at the time and that's what he had. So I would get a chance to just like, if I was just hanging out, they would let me play. 
And so that was actually, I didn't even know what the NES was because I had no exposure to them at all. And that was somehow it was like talking about that, talking about that. And that was when my parents decided to get me my first video game system. That's what I ended up getting instead of the Nintendo. So, you know, playing games like Afterburner and Great Football and some of that other stuff, it was, it, it was cool. And it, it's, it's always kind of a neat memory because it's not a, a system that most people, a, a lot of people aren't even familiar with it. Because most of the time you say Sega and everybody defaults to Genesis. And it's sure. like, no, I had the one that actually predated that. <laughs> yeah, it's... Do you guys remember, like, so, okay, we all played Super Mario Brothers, right? Like, yep. that, like we played the tar of that game. Do you remember the next game that you, like, obsessively played? Like, like it might even be just rented. Like, you had to rent it. Like, you rented it multiple times, played the tar out of that game. Um, like, the fir- that first game that made you, like, I need to play this. Honestly, the, the first one that I was really ridiculously obsessed over that I played the hell out of. I know, and I know it's like not, not too far off the mark, but it was when I, um, when I got my, after the Sega master system, I got the next system I got was a super Nintendo <laughs> and it was, it was super Mario world. Ooh. Cause that was the one that came with it. And man, yeah. I played the shit out of that game. Yeah. yeah I mean, I played the, um, I mean, I played the, the hits of the, of the Nintendo. I mean, I had, I played a lot of Kung Fu and a lot of punch out mm-hmm. and a lot of excite bike. Um, yep. Contra? I played Contra. I didn't have it. So we rented Contra, um, Castlevania loved Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Um, really though, I was, I was, it was Mario. I, it was, it was the first Mario brothers, um, Super Mario 2, oh my gosh, I played that mm-hmm. all the time. And then Super Mario 3, I don't think that would, that wouldn't leave my console for weeks at a time. Oh, yeah. Weeks. Yeah. It was just, I, I loved the Mario games and I, I enjoyed all the other ones. You know, we played Metroid and we played this and that. Oh, sure. Um, but those Mario games for us were, that was just where it was at. <laughs> I never owned this game physically, but I distinctly remember. Again, again, these are like the memories that are stuck in my head because uh, you know they're so pivotal to me. But there was a game for the Nintendo system, and I'm looking at it right now because when we talked about video game systems, it brought it into my mind that I would rent constantly. It was a game called North versus South for the Nintendo Entertainment System, and it was literally just like the North versus the South, a civil war game. Uh, oh, like, game. Yeah. It was, I know that game. It was super fun. And you would just like load up your army. The other side would have their army and you would just basically just run at each other. It would just basically like it play through the battle automatically. And like, Hey, if you win, you win. If you don't, you don't. Um, and you had to like, you had to basically win all these different States you know, for you, for if you were the North or if you were the South, huh. um, and uh, man, that game was just so much fun. And I just remember playing. Talk about a game that you played the crap out of. I, I remember renting that game every single weekend just to play it because it was so fun. It was like between that and the original Rampage. Huh. Um, I actually just we'd gotten a couple years ago. We got one of those uh, Nintendo Mini or Classic Minis or whatever. Yeah. And um, when was it? It was it was that week between Christmas and New Year's, and I've, I've been talking about hacking that thing for a while. 
mm-hmm. and finally went and um, and loaded some more games on it. And I think I, you know, I must have loaded you know thirty or forty games on it, and the original Rampage was one of them. Yeah. Nice, because you know it was um, it was a game that I never owned, but we rented it a few times, and yeah. I always remembered it fondly. Uh, you know, I remember that game for one reason. And, it, and we were talking about Rage earlier. <laughs> that game, I have a friend uh, who, who I still talk to, but not all the time. But we, we've been friends since we were little, little kids. Like, I mean, I, I mean, like since we were like five. Um, and, uh, Bill, we, we worked with this person. Uh, um, he doesn't listen to podcasts, but his name's Joey. Uh, Joe. And uh, we, one Saturday night, because our, our friends and family would get together and play cards, we, he brought over Rampage, and we played Rampage to the final level. To, like, you know, you, you had to go through all the states. It was kind of the exact same thing as North versus South. <laughs> you know, each, each, each state had, had a level. Mm-hmm. We played it to the final level. It was the final level. The Nintendo got so hot that it glitched out. Oh no. Wiped everything out. Cause there was no save points. Right. No. And we were like, it was going to be the first game that we ever beat. We still talk about that to this day. Like we get together and <laughs> be like, you remember when we were playing rampage and like, and the Nintendo just crapped out on us. And I was like, Oh, I'd forgotten about it until you brought it up. And then, <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I remember that game fondly as well. So that, that, that actually brings up another, this is obviously a painful memory, but another good question that I was thinking about the other day. Um, what's the first game you beat? <laughs> For me, it obviously, was... It was not Rampage. But. Yeah. No, it's not Rampage. It was, uh, for me, it was a game for uh, the Nintendo, uh, it was called Maniac Mansion. Oh, Maniac Mansion. You remember Maniac Mansion? I and it was, a, it was a little, it wasn't even really an RPG, but essentially you were this character and you had to walk around this mansion, you know, kind of like putting the riddles together and kind of solving the mystery. And, you know, you're outside and you're inside, you're in the basement and, you know, you had to pull this lever and put this thing in this spot. And um, I remember, I remember taking a picture of my TV and then sending that picture to Nintendo Power yes. to prove that I'd beaten it. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Remember when you could do that? You remember? You remember? Yeah. The Nintendo, oh gosh! You remember the Nintendo Power show that was on like yeah. Saturday morning? Yep. Yeah, I was so excited to beat Maniac Mansion, and I put it on our Nintendo Mini whatever. Yeah. That's cool. Why not? Mine. So the obvious one is the Oregon Trail. It's the first game that I ever beat. Um, uh, but I feel like... You're, you're lying. That's total bullshit. You died in this area. Everybody did. I mean, every, everybody everybody beats the Oregon Trail. Uh, it just depends on if you have a happy ending or a sad ending. Um, Either but, you beat the Oregon Trail or the Oregon Trail. <laughs> <laughs> the first game I think that I ever beat all the way through was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, the the um, arcade, game arcade. Game. yeah, Turtles the arcade one. Uh, not Turtles in Time, the the Nintendo one. Uh, oh. the, 
not the first Nintendo one, which was really weird, mm-hmm. uh, but the but the arcade version where you start in the um, the apartment building that's on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah, that one. That's the first game that I ever beat um, uh, all the way through. That's cool. Yeah, yeah the, the first one I ever beat was, and, and still to this day, it was the first game I ever beat, and it was the fastest I've ever beat a game. Because I beat it on the second day I owned it. Oh, wow. Um, and it was, do you remember, so, so, Bill, you were talking about Duck Hunt. So Duck Hunt had the, the gun, the mm-hmm. light gun, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when they released the, the Super Nintendo, the upgraded version of that was the Super Scope. It was the bazooka that yes. you put on shoulder. So my parents got that for me. Like I got, I got my Super Nintendo for Christmas one year, and then the next year I got the Super Scope. That was like the two big things, two Christmases in a row. And the Super Scope came with a game called Battle Clash, and it was a game that was like you would fight these giant mechs. Uh-huh. It was a post-apocalyptic. It was almost like Pacific Rim. Uh-huh. Like you're 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 facing those type of things, and I beat that game the second day I had it, and I've still to this day never. It was the first game I ever beat all the way through, and it you know it, it wasn't that tough to get through, but um, but it was a big accomplishment, and to do it like the day after I got it, it was really exciting. But then you beat it, and you're kind of like, oh, well, this sucks. Now I have this bazooka <laughs> that I can't use <laughs> use for yeah. anything. Exactly. Yeah. Went the way of the battle glove, never never mm-hmm. to be used again. Yep. Oh, yeah. There was a lot. There was a lot of good stuff on the Super Nintendo. Mm -hmm. So, have you guys seen the um, the show that they did on Netflix? The the like the six part video game. Yeah. What's it? What's what's high score? High score. That's Mm -hmm. right. So we were watching through some of those. I think I we kind of stalled out. I think I still have one or two episodes left. But we were watching. I was watching with my kids the episode about. Um, sports games when they talked about you know the the origins of sports games and the first one the big one that they licensed they talked about not not Madden 2000 or whatever but John Madden football the original <laughs> one I had that game for the Super Nintendo and I remember they didn't even have not only did they not have players in it they didn't have licensing for the NFL so you're the teams they yeah. would use the right colors, but the teams were cities. And I, I distinctly remember that because they couldn't use New York twice, that the Jets were New Jersey. The <laughs> Giants would be New York, and the Jets were New Jersey. Um, but, man, when I was watching that show, they showed clips from that game. Yeah. And that, what, I was just like flashbacks, getting all twitchy in my chair. Like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is awesome. Because my kids... Like my oldest son just got Madden 21 for Christmas, so they're like that's all they're used to. Yeah, and I'm sitting here looking at this or, or trying to show them, you know, Tecmo Super Bowl. Like this yep. is OG football, man. This is what you need to play. Forget all this other nonsense with your Madden Ultimate teams and everything else. This is real football. Give me Bo Jackson and Tecmo Super Bowl, and let's go. Oh, Bo Jackson <laughs> with a hundred, hundred one yard touchdown return every time. I will, I will literally run circles around everybody on your team for a half an hour if I want to before I blow you away and go score a touchdown. Bad on Bo. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was good stuff. Yeah, I, you know, there was some, my favorite, my favorite game was, uh, I was, I was a big baseball uh, kid when I, when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really strayed away from baseball. When I when when I was when I was little, um, didn't get into football. Didn't um, didn't even really get into soccer. Um, 
which turned ended up being, you know, my favorite sport. Um, but um, my favorite game, uh, my favorite sports game, was Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball for um, the Super Nintendo. Super yeah. Nintendo. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I took the Cubs Such through the world to the World Series in that game. Did you? Yeah, played the whole season and won the World Series. And you were like, this is the only time I'll ever see this, and then you proved yourself wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm still not convinced that that actually happened, but... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> worried it just might be the Mandela effect. <laughs> yeah, we're living in some alternate universe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, uh... I mean, that game was just so much fun. It was and great. I, I, wasn't there a gra- an animation in there where somebody would break a bat if they struck out? Break it over their knee? Break it over their knee? <sighs> there might have been. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. I remember, like... So here's the thing about these. Like, they built these systems to last, right? Like, you could take these systems anywhere. Like, the systems today, I feel like, are, you know, obviously, you know, there's a lot more moving parts and a lot more... Well, com- I mean, the systems today are computers. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, like... These systems, you could take these things anywhere. I distinctly remember my parents going to look at, like, lake houses. Again, with my my friend uh, Joey, uh, Joey's parents, because they were looking at getting one together. And uh, I remember we took our Super Nintendo to these houses and hooked it up on the TV while they were looking around at these places. And just we were playing Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball. Um. You know, these things were, they were just so fun. and They were. And like I can tell you, and they still, you know, it was a couple years ago, I fired up my, my Nintendo and my Super Nintendo. They both still worked. Perfectly fine. You oh, know, yeah. I, they both work. Yeah. I mean, I remember the first time that I played Mario Kart, I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And thinking that Yoshi went faster for some reason than everybody else. Because he did, and Bowser goes slower. <laughs> it's just, like, the things that, like, these games became, like, such an integral part of, like, hey, what are you running this weekend? Yeah. Like, you know, yep. like, I mean, that was a conversation that you had. Like, oh, I'm going to run this, or I'm going to play that, or, you know. And this was before, like, you had everything just at your fingertips, and... You could play with your friends online. Like, you had to actually physically go to their house. You had to buy, if you wanted more than two people to play, they sold accessories for you to hook more controllers up to the yep. game. It wasn't like, hey, bring your controller over. It was like, hey, I got to buy this extra part that lets you have six controllers so that we can all play. You know. But that that was the thing, though, because back in the day, even with the, you know, I, I think it was, I don't think it was until the Nintendo 64, at least for the uh, the Nintendo stuff. The, the whole idea behind those systems was that they were meant to be played with other people. That's why you would go buy an NES or a Super Nintendo, and it came with two controllers. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until they figured out that they could make more money by just packaging it with one. I remember when I bought my 64, it was like a, it was a special, right? The normal 64 came with one controller. It had four ports, but I had to go find one that had, you know, like the special bonus one that came with an extra controller. Yep. Uh, but now it's just everything comes with with one, and it's you're right. It, I was I had a conversation actually just earlier with somebody today about this, and when I started um, when I when I fired up Call of Duty Cold War for the first time, I had to jump through ridiculous amounts of hoops to play offline and do campaign yes. mode. And it's like no, I don't want an Activision account or anything else. 
it's I feel like that aspect of gaming is where I'm really the fact that I'm 40 is really showing itself. You know, back in my day, <laughs> I just like I don't I don't want to the number of times I've had to go in my kids stuff for the games and reset passwords because I forget what they are and everything. I just I, I don't I, I miss the days of just being able to plug the cartridge in, turn it on and play. Yep. Yep. Not worry about my Wi-Fi connection, not worry about my passwords, not worry about online versus offline. Just let me plug it in and let me play, whether I got people here or not. And, you know, I the, the online stuff is great. And, you know, it's um, it, it helps people stay connected, I think, in a lot of, of good ways, uh, oh, probably sure. some not so good ones as well. But there's and this will this this will springboard into something else. But there, there's nothing. I mean, you want to talk about memories, like critical memories from my youth. There is nothing on the planet that will ever replicate me and three of my best friends every single Friday and Saturday night sitting in the dorm room playing Goldeneye, eating yep. uh, on the 64, eating, you know, the buy one, get one free Papa John's pizzas at college. Like that's that, <laughs> nothing that that's it peaked. You, yep. you don't know it then, but everything about your social life is downhill from here. This is as yep. good as it's going to get. Yeah, yep. I think I that think everything you just said, except the game for me was um, the w, uh, WWF, WCW, was it No um, No Mercy? No Mercy on the PS2, where we oh, were no, making... Nope, it was, nope that's WWE, not No Mercy. That, you were thinking about SmackDown. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we had the... the we played the crap out of that, and we were making our own characters. I mean, I had buddies, all four of us had our own copy of the game because we were leveling up characters at home during the week so that we could then bring that leveled up character on the weekend. Um, yep. That was see, that was good. Like, GoldenEye was our game because this, the 64 was the big system that I had. It's also the only one... Actually, I, I've, every time I upgrade systems, I usually get rid of the previous one, mm -hmm. or I have in the past usually because I need the money to get the other one or whatever. I found that the only two that I really wish I had back were the 64 and my PlayStation 2. Mm -hmm. um, and the PS2 is really only for a couple of games. But when I when we did uh, the other game that we played a lot in college in addition to GoldenEye was uh, WrestleMania 2000 on the 64. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. And it was the same type of thing. Everybody would create your characters and you just go through and, you know, that that was a great game too. That was, it was, I think it was the only wrestling game I've ever owned, but that was worth it. That, that That's still, my brother-in-law actually I found out has that. Mm -hmm. And he had it hooked up, but prior to the pandemic, we were over at his house once for a, yes. a family party, and he had it set up on a little monitor at his bar, and I was just like, what's this? And I looked through the box of 64 cartridges, and I saw the black one with the green writing. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's play that. You're mine now. Yep. Well, I'm, yeah. Oh, gosh, man. That was... We, we lived in a golden age of video games. We did. Oh, so good. My, my kids were actually talking about that because we, um, I, long story short, we somehow got to talking about James Bond yesterday. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they've, they've heard my neighbor and I talking about GoldenEye on a number of different occasions. And, and the kids are really getting into the games now. And they said something about that. And it was something along the lines of my 10-year-old's like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good at video games, right, Dad? I'm like, yeah, you're, you know, you're really good at video games. And he said, <laughs> he said, if, if if you ever got Goldeneye, I'd totally beat you, right? Like, <laughs> no, I'd send you crying to your room for yeah. weeks, and I would not feel bad about it because I would destroy you with that game. You're I super cute. I've a lot of things in my life, but I would crush you at Goldeneye. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're still... They're still 
blown away by the fact that it, it's probably I don't I don't know that I've ever been as good at a at a single game as I was at that one. I don't know what it was. It was just that was one that that I I did really well on. But we used to play the four players split mm-hmm. screen on that. And we would play man with the golden gun in the facility. And I got to the point where in almost all of those levels, I memorized the levels. I knew everything about them. So I would spend the entire game. I would not watch my own screen. I would watch where everybody else was and somebody would die. And before they, because it took a few seconds for them to respawn, I could get to where they were respawning. And there was that split second where they couldn't draw a weapon before they were able to fire and I could kill them. And I would come out of that, you know, two minute rounds of four with 60 or 70 kills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My video gaming peaked at that point, but it was, man, that game, I, that, I want that one back. I would, I, I've been looking to actually see if I can get my hands on a 64 to get that, to get Ocarina of Time and to get Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark. Uh, I don't know if you have invested in, um, no, never mind. I don't think it's that one. They had a, they have Perfect Dark on uh, Game Pass, um, but I think it's like a ported version from the sixty four on Xbox. They're, they're Game doing Pass. a new version of it for the Xbox One, Xbox Series X. Oh, interesting. Yeah, hmm. interesting, interesting. But but what is proving to be difficult because I've I've located some sixty fours that I could actually buy if I wanted to pony up the money. The problem with Perfect Dark, and this is where the, this is where the aftermarket seems to get you. Perfect Dark requires the memory expansion pack for the sixty. Mm-hmm. Yep, those the things are expander. damn expensive to get your hands on now. Yep, yep. The graphics extender that used to come with Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, and yep. I used to have one and got rid of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, don't I um, much, but I regret that. I have an exp- or I have a, a Nintendo sixty four just sitting in my basement. If you're ever uh, if you're ever in Michigan, I will uh, I will give it to you. I did have one for a while, and I think I recently got rid of it a couple of years ago. But I don't think I had Perfect Dark. I don't have Perfect Dark. That was a game that I looked because it was the it was the um, I have WCW follow up Goldeneye. <laughs> it was like the the next game that the story in that game was phenomenal though. Mm-hmm. Like the aliens that invaded and they were living in secret and you had to go to Area 51 and all that. I mean, the story was so great. And that was back when they told a good story in the games, too. I mean, you know, the, the story mode of the game, like, made it. Like, you didn't, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, it, it wasn't like, oh, we're going to, you know, we're going to give you, you know, half a game because you're going to need to buy the down, the DLC to that's going to come out in six months to, you know, to, to get the rest of it or. You know this or that, but or, even you know, still, buying this just for the multiplayer. Even still, though, I, I feel like they, that's that aspect of it has evolved. I mean, there were a lot of great games that oh. had great stories, even the simple sure. stuff. Now, but now, I mean, it, it's like the difference between reading, you know, reading a Dick and Jane book and reading War and Peace. Now, I mean, like I, one of the groups that I'm on on Facebook is called the like it's uh, I don't know, Bill. Are you part of the Dad Gaming group? Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I love seeing the posts that are on there. But the the big one that was uh, that came out a while ago was when Ghost of Tsushima came out for the PS uh, PS4 or PS5. And I mean, there's guys in there like hardcore gamers saying that they're like they're getting teary eyed at the end of the game because the story's so powerful. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing that they, they, they apparently there's a big thing now for people who are writers. 
that there's a huge market for that, that they hire professional writers oh, yeah. to craft the stories for these things. And that's oh, awesome. Sure. Well, and I mean, if you think about it, I mean, so like that, those series, um, if they're well written, they last more than just a game. Right. Yep. So like sure. you look at the just cause series, you look at, you know, you look at Tomb Raider, you look at, um, you know, all this, all, all those. And, and, and yeah, I mean, they, they, they get you like, there's you look at, uh, you look at Uncharted starring Tom yeah. Holland coming mm-hmm. to theaters soon. And I'll believe that when I see it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you look at like the walking dead series, like it would, it'd be really easy for them to just be like, Hey, it's the walking dead. We slapped it. We slapped a name on it. Um, you know, cause it's really popular. Um, but the walking dead series, like the telltale games, walking dead series stuff is phenomenally written. Um, skipped no corners. I mean, storytelling in games has really evolved, uh, you know, uh, past a plumber jumping on a little mushroom guy. Um, you know, storytelling in games has been great. I mean, the first time I ever got sucked into a video game story, I think was, I mean, it was probably Super Metroid, but, like, the first time I think I was old enough to understand that I was sucked into a game's story and world was Halo, the Halo world. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember distinctly, everything's distinctly with me, but I remember when Halo 2 came out, I was sick. Like, I had the flu. I stayed home from, I stayed home from, uh, I think it was college at the time, Um I stayed home from college because I, I mean, I was like, I think the sickest that I'd, I'd been ever, like throwing up constantly, uh, high fever. But I got myself in the car, drove myself to Best Buy, and sat in their parking lot until they opened up. Again, I know we're in a pandemic, but with the flu, it was a different time, so that I could get Halo Two and take it home. And sit under a blanket with a bucket in front of me, so if I had to throw up, I could throw up in it and play Halo Two. Don't um, don't get it on the controller. Don't get it on I, the controller. I threw up in their parking lot twice, waiting for them to open. Uh, that's how bad I wanted that game. Man. Yeah, and that's when I was like, I'm really invested in this uh, universe here. It was crazy. you've been quiet i'm enjoying listening to you too uh reminisce about halo and sushi games my go-to was always wrestling games though i did love me some wrestling games like when when that smackdown series came out well that was a game changer for me it was great i mean i i remember i spent like three hours making doink of the clown yep yeah, I, I would go online and people would have these printouts. Yeah, like, yeah. Make the nose thirty-five. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> and dude, I played all of those games so much, and I loved every minute of it. There's just something about a wrestling game that I I love. Like to this day, I love. Um, you know, they're kind of hot, hot garbage now. Like, they peaked at, like, SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, I loved those games. It was just so, like, I'm going to be Shawn Michaels, and I'm going to have him fight Eugene. And, like, 
Like you could do all these stupid matchups. Now, um, now one thing, Nick, you mentioned that baseball games were your jam, and and yes. I can I can understand that because I mean, back in the day, I mean, even before Ken Griffey Junior. Baseball, I was playing Bases Loaded um, on Ooh, the Nintendo. You guys know that on April twentieth, MLB the Show is coming to Xbox, yes. right? Yes. See, that was when I, because uh, I mentioned I picked up NHL 21. Mm-hmm. That was actually what, when I saw that on sale, I got all excited. I'm like, I would much rather get a baseball game. So I was looking around, and then I pulled my phone out of my pocket, and I was like, oh, it's not coming out for another couple of months. So that's why it wasn't available. But no, the um, the first baseball game I think that I ever played um, was on my cousin's uh, NES, and it was Baseball Stars. Oh, yeah. That was quality. Ooh, I, I, you want to talk about the first baseball game that I ever played? The first baseball game I ever played was a game called Base Wars. <laughs> with, uh, was that the one with the robots? Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> the pitcher had a cannon for an arm. Yeah. The, the batter had tank tracks. <laughs> yep, yep. I was going to say, I thought the, there was tank tracks on some of <laughs> Yes. That game was the bomb. <laughs> yeah, the the first baseball game I played was called Baseball for the Intellivision. Ooh, wow. you baseball on the Intellivision. And if you hit the ball hard enough, you could actually get the ball stuck up in the um in the score. Nice. Because like the score was at the top and cool. you could hit it and go bling and it would just get stuck up in there so the outfielder would have to run up and <laughs> Yeah, for the uh you know, I haven't played a baseball game because you know I'm an Xbox guy, and so it's been. You you play it? You play it now? MLB 2K what two or whatever was the last one that came out? Oh yeah, yeah I'll be getting the show. Don't worry, I've been waiting a decade for it. Good, your waiting has paid off. I will also be purchasing that. Mm-hmm. All right, so hold hold on a minute. So you're getting the show. You have an Xbox, Nick. Bill's yep. getting show. You're getting all right. So so this is it. I'm I'm gonna have to pony up and go get it now that I got a headset. Now that I got yep. Xbox Live. Yeah, but so I don't have Xbox Live. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's like it's sixty still. bucks for a year. I know it's like sixty bucks, and I don't play anything now. If I had, if I was playing, yes, but, it, but then that would be different. But if the three of us got the same game, yeah, that would be worth your while. Well, or yeah, you could, also, you could also get PGA Tour 2K21 and play with me and Nick. Yeah, yeah. Erica, wait, wait, wait for it. There they are. Here's the evidence. <laughs> you could, uh, yeah, you want to... Uh... I, I will never understand his hatred of golf. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a peaceful game. It's a peaceful it is, game. It is, like, one of the mo- one of the things I look forward to You're outside. I wake up before my children, I make a cup of coffee, I come downstairs, I turn on whatever tournament is on yep. the golf channel, and oh. it's just sin. It's it's so relaxing. You know, the other thing you could do, you could just mindlessly scroll on your phone and you'll probably get more out of it. No, I, I would get angry by looking at a bunch of negative crap on Facebook or whatever. It, like, this is, it's nice. I can man. tell you, the only thing more mind-numbing than having to watch golf live, like, mm-hmm. in person, is having to watch it on TV. Really? Yeah. I enjoy me some golf on TV. Not even, not even Tom Brady uh, versus Peyton Manning. I no, I, I could literally, and again, and I and I respect anybody 
and their opinions on golf. If you want to watch it, great. I'm not going to try to tell you that you can't watch it, but uh, I have I have absolutely zero use for golf in any way, shape, or form. I don't watch it. I don't play it. I'm good. Have so, you ever tried to play it? I took a golf class in college because I had to, and it just it's it had it had no um, no pull to me at all. So, so I'm trying to imagine what this will be like in the post-pandemic world if we can ever actually get this trip. Like, if I can round up my family, come up to Michigan, yep. we do it in the nice weather, all three of us could go out to the golf course, and I'm imagining that this is going to be me and Nick playing golf while Bill sits angrily sulking in the cart on his phone, bored that he's bothered to have to go sit around for yeah. night or holes with us no we, we we play a scramble no that it doesn't matter yeah. it doesn't matter where bill hits it no um what you guys can go golf and um i'll just like go grocery shopping or whatever it's fine it's i'm telling you man <laughs> or or maybe i'll do the taxes um wow that's why you golf no taxes being preferable to playing around a golf yeah man. Yeah, I'll do your taxes I, while I, you're playing I, golf if you want. I just, I, I, just, I just think that you've never played golf with the right people. Uh, and, and that's that's the thing is I have like I don't even want to count the amount of hours that I have spent over the course of the past I don't know three four months playing PGA Tour 2K21. That's fine because it, it's weird. Like, and that that's the weird thing is I got the Fitbit right. I'll. Nope. I'll be stressed out about something. And whereas golf usually will make people, you know, if you hit a bad shot or something, you get stressed. My, my pulse rate goes so far down while I'm playing that game. It is so relaxing. I, I don't know what it is, but I'll, we'll make it. Well, how about we make it interesting, Bill? I'll spot. I'll, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll give you a decent handicap. And we'll play loser has to pick uh, loser can pick their own uh, brand of wet cat food, and they have to eat it. <laughs> Look, I, I'll, I'll make you do. It. Let's let's make it interesting and do something that's not golf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you to golf one day, and you're gonna be like, "Man, this is great. This is what I've been missing out on." Yeah, I really don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> Not that not that it wouldn't be fun to do whatever I get that, but uh, not the golf piece. No, not not the golf. No, I'll let you drive the cart. You can beat the little horn. <laughs> I can do that at work. <laughs> yeah, but I know where you work. <laughs> I know, but we have a cart, oh, and I can remember you have a fun you have a fun annex uh, embargo. You have an embargo on there. That's an embargo. Yeah, it's a fun. Actually, in small letters, if you look at the building that you have, it's under the sign. It's written, where fun comes to die. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I got two more video game-related questions. And believe it or not, I did not – I'm nowhere near in Bill's League. I did not prepare all these. These are just kind of coming to me as I go along. So I got two more more video game-related questions. And I promise, Bill, they have nothing to do with golf. Okay. Um. This is the, this is the obvious one, Desert Island. The rest of your life, you get one system, one game. What is it? And it can be it can be multiplayer, single player, doesn't matter. Like you can have other people available for it, but only one system, only one game. Can it be a fictional game? Like, can I use the Nintendo the the 
the regular Nintendo and have Lee Carvalero's putting challenge? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Bone Storm. Bone Storm. Um, <laughs> it's just me on a desert island. Yeah. Well, but you have the ability. It could be you and other people, but you you don't have access to any more than one video game system with one game. That's so why I'm trying to account for multiplayer. Okay. Um, Nintendo 64 with NFL Blitz. Okay. Man, that game was fun. For me, I am going to go with the Xbox 360. Oh. And. Unexpected. Assassin's Creed 2. Assassin's Creed 2? Wow. Because you finally have time to finish everything on it? No. (laughs) Well, because. So here's what my thought process was I almost went with um, the Xbox One and uh, and GTA 5. Because I think it's a fun game. Because you have to go with something that. That you can play over and over again, and something mm-hmm. that would take forever to finish. Um, yeah, I still don't think I hit 100% completion on Assassin's Creed 2. I mean... Yeah. Because that's the one that had Enzio Auditori Frenzy. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was a fantastic... Uh, and, like, Brotherhood was, was good, and it was all kind of his, his See, trilogy. I'm- I'm I'm still partial to Assassin's Creed three because it happens during the revolution. So. Oh, see, I never finished three. Three bugged me. I have I only have two of those games. I have I have the Assassin's Creed three remaster for the Switch, and I have Assassin's Creed Odyssey for the Xbox. Mm-hmm. All right. So normally, if I'm stranded on a desert island forever, part of me wants to say that it would be Skyrim on the Xbox One simply because of volume of play and replayability. Right. Right. Okay gigantic world that you can play forever but I, I i can't do it like if it's one system one game for the rest of my existence it has to be goldeneye in the 64 sure like that game, that game exists at such a on such a, an exalted level in my memory that i i can't pick anything but that and i think that's a game that you would just you 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 just go back to i mean that game was it was fun did you see what they just did recently for it they no. redid it with Mario characters. I saw that. <laughs> uh huh. It's nice. amazing. It is it? So, all right. Final question, at least for me. If you like, think about video game franchises, or even just a video game. Mm-hmm. What is a, what is a game that you would it, like? If whatever you got was incredible, absolutely amazing, best produced thing ever, if you could pick a sequel that doesn't exist yet to a game or game series, what's the sequel that you want for a video game? Mm, Hang on. I just need to know what number to put on it. Right, Nick's going with the franchise. So, a, a great game that hasn't had a sequel. No, it, it could be like it could be a series that stopped. Sure, at a sure. Point, right? Yeah. You want one more in this world? Yep. Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic three. Ooh, good fair. one. That's fair. That's really good. 
Left 4 Dead 3. Have you ever played any of the Left 4 Dead games? I played the first I, one. I, I'm familiar with them, but I have not played them. That's the one where you're the, like, the videographer in the zombie apocalypse, right? Nope. That is uh, Dead Rising. That's right. Left 4 Dead, uh, or Left the number 4 Dead, you are one of uh, four people uh, set in a zombie apocalypse. Um, you're a team of four. And uh, it plays out like a movie, like there's chapters. And you have to complete, you complete each chapter going forward, but there's just a ridiculous amount of zombies. And um, Fast zombies or slow zombies? Uh, super fast. There's also these things called hordes that happen. <sighs> Uh, I hate where fast zombies. You have to fight uh, like hundreds of zombies at once. Um, hence the the team of four. So like World War Z zombies. Kind of. Um, but to an extent, like gotcha. the zombies themselves are kind of. Uh, there's different, obviously, types of zombies, but there's the slow, staggering zombies. But like they speed up when they're in a horde. There's the, the, they call them vomiters. They puke this, like, bile stuff on you that attracts zombies to you faster. Um, there's witches that um, are stupid to kill. There's tanks that are just massive zombies. But it's such a fun game. Um, and it had a really interesting multiplayer um, aspect to it where you could either be the survivors or you could be the zombies themselves and hunting the survivors hmm. um, if you chose to play the multiplayer. But it's a great franchise. It died with the Xbox 360. Um, and they just actually released an update for this for Left 4 Dead 2. Um, like more chapters, which they kind of oh. called Left 4 Dead 3, but it's not Left 4 Dead 3. Nice. Would you select GoldenEye 2? No. Oh, okay. No. Just wondering. Because uh, I, I, I think that game... Just stands by itself. Yeah, it stands by because anything else is just it's like it's, okay. So what are you going to do? Just make it on the next Bond movie or whatever? Sure. No, the so my my answer to this one is still stands is the only reason why I want my PS2 back along with the two games that I had for it that I got rid of. So there was a um, are, are you guys familiar with the like the Baldur's Gate games? Yep. The PC games, the real real elaborate PC role playing game type of things. Yep. There was a, a video game studio called Black Isle Studios that made two games based on those, but they were stripped down versions of it for the PS2. So it was much more of like a, a simple linear hack and slash type of fantasy storyline thing. It wasn't like the Baldur's Gate where you're it's almost like you're playing Dungeons and Dragons. So it's this really elaborate decision making thing. But they made these two games called Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. It was Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance and Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 2. They're still two of the best games I've ever played, story-wise, gameplay-wise. Multiplayer, single-player, doesn't matter. You could play forever. Um, they were incredible. It's two of my favorite games. They were in the process of making the third one, <sighs> and Black Isle Studios went out of business. Oh. And nobody's really picked it up. And even if they did now, there's been rumors that they're going to make another one now, but it's not going to be the same. Like, it's not no, too much different. time has passed. And no question, without a doubt, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance 3, I would kill for that game. Mm -hmm. So it's funny that all three of us ended up with a third installment of... That is interesting. So. Well, it is. 
I think that just goes to show that some some series are done too fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's some you just want more. Like some series are just good, man. You just want to play them forever. Like, just give me more of this with more content. Well, but I but I think it has to do with the we were talking about the writing part earlier. I th- I think really that's what it has to do because Bill, you, you asked if it was Golden, you know, the the sequel to Goldeneye. The entire thing about Goldeneye wasn't about the story; it was about the gameplay. Right. It was about the experience of playing. I mean, yeah, there was a campaign mode, and it was kind of fun to get through. But if you've seen the movie, you know exactly what it is. But in any other like real heavy duty story driven game, you don't know what's going to happen. Right. You're right. immersed in the story as it goes along. So those are the ones that I think. Turn into can can turn into successful franchise, and they're the ones that even when the franchise ends, it leaves you wanting more. If it's a really immersive story that gets you into it, mm-hmm. this is the English major part of me that gets like far more than the gamer part. It just like I want the good story. No, um, that uh, gameplay can get you a lot of places, but a good story will will, will get you something special. Yep. Did you know that? Uh... Baldur's Gate 3, uh, it looks like... So they did a Baldur's Gate 3 recently, but it's yeah. that's a it's a PC game, and it's like, it's the original, it's not the Dark Alliance series, it's it's not the, the thinned-down version of it, it's the big, expansive... It's supposed to be amazing, and if you watch the, if you watch the release trailer for that, it's pretty sick, but not the same. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So there you go. If you ever get your hands on a PS2 with Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, that's worth your money. Interesting. Good to know. Or mod a PS2 and put it on a Yeah, Or just download a ROM and put it on a Raspberry Pi. But that's that's the worst part about it is that because the studio went out of business, I've got no idea who owns the rights to those games. Mm-hmm. So they're games that normally you would think, oh, can I the go download this on like, the, you know, yeah, it's, it, it's not, not, I'm sure it's doable, but it's not like a easy thing, right? It's just as simple as me going onto the, sure. the PlayStation store and searching for it and downloading it. Plus oh, no, then no. it would be yeah, question, cool. questionable about the legality or whether you're technically oh. being a pirate. Some sort of source yeah. card that you would need to, you know, some may go to a bay and you right. or, or certain, something. Certain people who pillage, you know, pirate <laughs> people call them pirates and they hang out on a bay. I feel like that's like oversimplified. Yeah. But and they have they have trench coats with the marked video game cases. Yeah, that that's exactly how that works. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe a flag flag, you know, flag on a ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, this has been fun talking about video games. I haven't, uh, haven't talked about video games in a long time. Mm-hmm. I've been percolating on this idea for a while. I, I kind of felt like we would get a good, good long chat about. Yeah, it. and we didn't even get Minecraft in, but that's okay. We'll have to save that one for the next one. That's right. And I don't all th- and all three Minecraft. versions of it on two platforms that exist in my house. So <laughs> one that's just it's funny because like the middle kid and I, the, my oldest daughter and I, we've been. She and I have been playing it, I've, I mean, up until, I don't know, Christmas vacation or whatever. I had no idea how to even really play it. And I was like, all right, show me how to play this. And she's like, well, no, I'll just do it for you, Dad. I'm like, no, I don't want you to just make, I don't want you to just make me a crafting table. I want you to tell me how I make one. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we've been playing a lot of Minecraft lately. 
we, awesome. we did a we did a multiplayer because we, we have it for the Xbox, and then my um, yeah, the middle one on the got it, The middle one got his Switch Lite. He got it for the um, for the Switch too. But you know, they, they, it took them a while to get into it, and then they they went crazy with it. And I remember they wanted me to sit down and play with them, so I had to sort of explore a little bit. And once I figured out the basics of it, I'm sitting there kind of in my own little world, and I'm building this house yep. or whatever it is, and kind of doing all of this stuff. And you know, they're kind of watching, oh, that's really neat, that's really neat. Here, Dad, let me show you what I built. And, like, the 10-year-old will take me down there. He, like, built a Taj Mahal. Like, <laughs> it, I, I, like it is absurd the amount of detail and symmetry and design that goes into this. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, like, this is, how did how did you do this? This is crazy. <laughs> it's awesome, but it's crazy. Oh, yeah. We have creative children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. And Microsoft was a genius for buying it. Yes, they were. Yep. Yes, they were. And that's a nice benchmark too. If your system can run Minecraft, uh, it's a fun. That's a fun little thing. It used to be like I can get Doom running on this. Uh, I can get Doom running on this uh, uh, refrigerator here. <laughs> <laughs> because you can like look up the stupid stuff that people have got Doom running on. It's ridiculously smart refrigerators and stuff yeah yeah like uh, seriously like it'll be like here's doom on a ti-83 calculator Uh, (laughs) uh, you know what you know what though you can keep your doom i'll take wolfenstein 3d any day of the week and twice on sunday (laughs) oh gosh i remember remember playing wolfenstein was fantastic uh but yeah, it's uh, it's it's a it's a it's a great benchmark too because this you can have it completely scaled down, or you can have it look like the most beautiful thing in the entire world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you if you run full graphics on it, it on a on a PC, it looks phenomenal. Um, yeah, it's a it's a great it's a great thing. All right, gents. Well, Nick, since it's about two minutes till tomorrow, um, yes, we should probably cut this off for the day. Probably, I should probably go to bed. Yeah, I was just thinking that myself. Well, at least I don't. Yeah. Have any, um, you got a lot of people to to download Microsoft Teams for tomorrow, so <laughs> no Teams. I've got to troubleshoot Zoom in the morning uh, for someone, and uh, yeah, I set appointments for people for me to call them to help. It's uh, part of my customer service skills. Look at you uh, being all helpful. That are apparently very lacking in this field. Uh, you are or they are? No, they are. Oh, okay. Uh, skills uh, are. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I've got I've to do that. That's fun. And then the rest of the day is just staring at computer, a computer and listening to the Bob and Tom show um, in its entirety. So. <laughs> From day one. Yeah, no, just just three, just four hours of the Bob and Tom show every day. I get up at six. That's when it starts. Listen to it till ten, and then move on to the podcasts. Uh, yeah, that's that's my day. This is the dream, Bill. Yes, this I'm, is, uh, I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. This is I. I should have done this a long time ago. Should have burnt this place down when I had the chance. <laughs> Did I tell you I put that in my exit uh, email to my last job? No. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, I, Oh, I did. I, I uh, yeah, no, I, I, I wrote a very nice exit email to everyone. Um, but at the end of it, in my signature, I embedded uh, the office episode, blah, 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 minute, whatever. Um, 
you know, minute, whatever, seconds, whatever. Um, <laughs> and I just threw it out there to see if anybody would get it. And I, like a couple days later, uh, people started text messaging me and they're like, I should have burnt this place down when I had the chance. <laughs> and they're like, I can't believe you put that in there. I was like, eh, what's, what's the worst that's going to happen? <laughs> so, Fun. Uh, I also, I also, the last line of my, <laughs> the last line of my email, I, I tweaked it, but it says, "You guys are the reason that I, <laughs> you guys are the reason that I went into the credit union business." Uh, good night. God bless. God bless America. <laughs> drive safe. Drive safe. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> And I said that to everyone. Yep, of course you did. The CEO, mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. Of course <laughs> everyone you did. Everyone got it. So that was fantastic. But it was a nice email. It wasn't email. So, I'm sure it was. Yeah. Yeah. Had to make him laugh one more time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Always leave him wanting more. That's right. I told I told them a long time ago. My goal is when I leave this place for you guys years later to be like, you remember Nick? Remember when things were fun around here? Yep. Yep. What's that Nick guy up to? Yep. Bigger and better. Have- nope. <laughs> and and speaking of always leaving them wanting more, join us for the next episode of the Pillow Talk Podcast. <laughs> nice transition. Nice. Yeah. Booyah. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye. Bye, everybody. But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, uh, well... Well, that's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. This has been the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Flavor Productions. You can find more information at PillowPodcast.com. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. You can find more information about them at thehardlessons.com. Bandcamp.com. Tell your friends about Pillow Talk. We will be glad to get more subscribers. And thank you again for listening to Pillow Talk. Pillow Talk.